Hello and welcome to the Kinetic Fitness Show, where we inspire you to live a longer, healthier, happy, and more joyful life. We cover everything you need to know to be optimally healthy in your mind, body, and spirit. Are you ready to become the ultimate version of yourself? Well, let's dive into another episode with your host and guide by your side, Allie West. Hello, welcome to this episode of the Kinetic Fitness Show podcast. This is episode number 78. Thank you so much for joining me today. Just a few things to point out before we get started and before I introduce my guest today. By the way, this episode is going to blow your mind. Trust me. So before I blow your mind or before you get your mind blown, there's a few things to point out. Firstly, like, follow, subscribe to this podcast. Secondly, leave me a review if you can. And thirdly, share this podcast. If you enjoy it, share it with your friends, family, colleagues, and loved ones. There's two ways really that you can do that. Firstly, is just telling somebody, say, have you listened to Ali's podcast? Have you listened to the Kinetic Fitness Show? I think if you want to improve your health, well-being, mindset, spirituality, you should go and check that out. And the other way you can do it is via social media. This is a great way to spread the message of this podcast. Grab a screenshot of the episode or of my podcast or of my face, however you want to do it, and then share it on your social media. Tag me in, Ali West Coach, A-L-I-W-E-S-T Coach, and I will share it as well. Boom, shakalaka, that's that out of the way. Next thing, today's sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by Mudo Health. Mudo is a DNA testing company. Real simple to get your DNA and your genetics tested so you can improve your health on a deeper level. This is how you do it. You head to the website through my affiliate link in the description of this podcast. Click on that link. Then order your DNA kit with 20% discount. All you have to do to get your 20% discount is bang in the code MUDO20, M-U-H-D-O-20, all uppercase, all capital letters, M-U-H-D-O-20. That will get you 20% off your DNA collection kit. It gets sent out to you in a nice cool box. You unbox it, you download their app, you spit into a tube, you send it back to them, and within a few weeks, you will have your DNA makeup, your DNA breakdown, and you will have guidance via their app, which is really detailed, on the best forms of exercise for your DNA, how to recover properly, supplementation protocols, and nutrition protocols as well. Real, real detail on the deepest level. So I suggest you head over via the link in my description, in the description of this podcast. Click that link, bang in the code MUHDO20, MUDO20 at checkout, get 20% off and get assessed on your DNA. Let's move on to today's episode and my guest today. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking all about longevity in this podcast, longevity of your health. How can you live a longer, healthier life? So the mission of this podcast mm-hmm. is to inspire people to live longer, healthier, happier, and more joyful lives. That's what it's all about. And in this podcast, we go all down the longevity route. Because what's the point in living for a long time if you're not healthy? If you're old and decrepit and you can't move or you're riddled with inflammation or disease, that isn't good. And we're led to believe that that's how it should be. And that is not the case. You can live to 80, 90, 100, 120, 130, 150 and beyond. And you can live to those ages in great health. And that's what we're going to talk about on this podcast. 
So Jonathan Clark, I was put onto Jonathan by his wife. I'm in a podcasting group on Facebook. She reached out to me and said, I think my husband would be a perfect fit for your podcast. Me and Jonathan had a chat. I was blown away, honestly blown away by his knowledge, wisdom, expertise. So I said, look, let's do this. Let's make it happen. Let's get you on the podcast. He obliged. We recorded this episode. And as I said, I've said a few times now, you are going to have your mind blown. We're going to go deep on longevity, deep on health. Jonathan is an expert in health longevity. He's an expert in mitochondrial health, which is the powerhouse of your cells. He's got many skills and expertise. He's going to share his story with you. He's going to tell you all about himself. And we are going to touch on so many topics. We talk about mitochondria. We talk about air quality. We talk about sunlight, vitamin D. We talk about supplementations, exercise protocols, where you are on the earth and how that affects your health. Circadian rhythm, sleep. We talk about so many different things on this podcast. It's going to be amazing. You're going to love it. And you're going to take your health and your longevity of your health to the next level by listening to this podcast episode in its entirety. So let's not waste any more time. I don't want to speak anymore. I want to get into this. I want to share Jonathan's messages, share his knowledge, his wisdom, expertise with you listening in. And I hope you enjoy this episode. I know you will. And don't forget to share it with your friends, family and loved ones. This is episode 78 with Jonathan Clark. Enjoy. Hi, Jonathan. How are you? Welcome to the Kinetic Fitness Show. Thank you so much for being with me. Thank you, Ali. Thank you for having me on. No problem. It's great to have you on. I really appreciate you taking your time out. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to this conversation. <laughs> Very much so. Me too. Before we get stuck into some of the questions that I'd like to ask and before we uh, really dive deep into uh, the topics that we're going to talk about, could you just share your story with the listeners, tell the listeners and myself a little bit more about you, yeah. what you do, yeah. how you help people, where you've come from, and we'll go from there, mate. Okay. I am a biohacker. I help people upgrade their biology, improve their physiology to become the highest and best version of who they can be. And that sounds a bit complicated to some people who aren't aware of what a biohacker is, but I help people become the best version of themselves from a cellular level. And I operate and and make more efficient the bioenergetics of the cells that are at, at the core level of the mitochondria. And when you improve the mitochondria, you improve every level of health going outward from the core. And that's what I do. And there's a whole story of how I got into that and I can talk about that, but there's a number of different things that you can do because of that, which is, you know, cognitive improvements, you know, functional improvements, performance, you know, increases, uh, strength increases, you know, the ability to have more energy, the ability to burn fat faster. I mean, all of these things come about as a result of focusing and upgrading and biohacking your mitochondria. Amazing. So, yeah. Could you go into a little bit more detail for people listening what mitochondria is? Because people would be listening to this and they'll be like, <laughs> oh, that sounds yes. cool, but what the hell is it? So maybe yes. let's go, let's start with the base level and then we can build and go deeper from there. Okay. Okay. Well, a lot of people remember from 10th grade science class, they talked about the picture of the cell and they had these little things in the middle, which were called mitochondria. And they were told that this is the energy powerhouse of the cell. And that's about how much people remember. And that's what most people sort of you know, have an idea of what that is within the cell. 
But we have found today that the mitochondria is actually so much more important and so integral to the entire health of the human being. And the reason why is because the mitochondria is what actually determines the health of the cell, the health of your body, the health and the longevity and the length of time that you're going to be spending on this earth and the disease that you actually, um, that you, diseases you may expose yourself to as you age. And this all you know, originates from the mitochondria and the mitochondrial health and something called the cytoplasm, which is this water, just a fancy name for water, but the cytoplasm that surrounds that mitochondria. And so it's not just an energy powerhouse, but it's a number of different, uh, it plays a number of different roles within the cell to signal optimum health to other cells throughout your body. And how do you go about assessing it? So how would somebody or how would the people that you work with assess their mitochondrial health? Okay. Well, the, the leading cause of chronic disease is mitochondrial dysfunction. And just as a normal process of aging, every single decade, for the most part, our mitochondria degrade and function about 10%. And that actually is something that you can see very easily when you look out and you see people as they age and they get older and they look different. And that's, there's a number of different things that are happening within the body, which we'll get into. But what you're seeing is slowly an increasing level of called uh, heteroplasmy or mitochondrial dysfunction. Now, after the body uh, reaches a point of 80% dysfunction, things start to break down. The, the mitochondria can sort of operate and be able to still pull through with uh, sub 80%. And this is why you can see that after the age of 80, that people start to degrade very rapidly. And depending on what you do and how you eat, how you train and how you live your life now will determine the mitochondrial uh, level of health that you have for the rest of your life. And so the slower that you can uh, you reduce that mitochondrial degradation, the longer you will live. And there's a number of different avenues, a number of different techniques that you can do to enhance your life and to increase and add, not just uh, years to your life, but life to your years. Yeah, and that's what I really want to focus on on this uh, this episode is the longevity and how we can increase it. And if anything, for me, it's how can we almost stop the aging process and reverse it, almost like Benjamin Button. Yes. So yes. maybe we can touch on that. But um, yeah, I mean, with the with the <laughs> with the mitochondrial health, um, it's I, I guess what you're saying is it's like the, it's almost like the blueprint, isn't it? It is. And see, and it's not just a blueprint, but it actually is even, it's even more uh, primordial than that because our mitochondria are actually inherited from our mother's side of the family. Uh, we, the genetic, your DNA, you, you get from both parents, but you're, there's two different types of genomes within the cell. You have your, your cellular, your cellular DNA, and then you have your mitochondrial DNA. Now, your mitochondrial DNA is what determines the, the level of health, the level of diseases, the level of uh, what's called epigenetic expression that your body actually experiences. And this is because it's inherited from your mother, and this is something they just recently discovered, is that the level of health and what your mother ate and what your mother and the level of health that your, your, the way that your mother treated her body and herself would actually determine the level of health that the mitochondria that you inherited from her would actually uh, 
express itself. And so this is something that's very important because a lot of people, they, we, we're doing a lot of things in society today with lots of toxins, lots of you know, Wi-Fi and non-native EMF and so forth that is damaging to the mitochondrial genome. And the thing about it is that there's a few different, there's different levels and different amounts of mitochondrial density throughout the body, but the most densest organs with, uh, of mitochondria are both the heart and the brain. And then there's one more, which the brain has around 5,000 mitochondria per cell, the heart has around 3,000 mitochondria per cell, but there's one other cell in the body that has around 100,000 mitochondria per cell. And what is that? That's the female egg. And that is, and that's something that they are born with. And it's something that's gonna be with them their entire life. And so what the mother does throughout their life will affect the health of the cell and the unborn baby. And they will actually pass that on to their children and their children will pass it on to, the, to them. And so this is, why, this is why a lot of people are concerned because that as you see, and you've seen this, that for a long time, the age or, or the average age of death was increasing every single year. And then it plateaued. And then even for a moment, it kind of went back a little bit. Well, a lot of people are saying, well, why is that? And how is that even possible? Well, what's happening is that over the past 100 years, there have been another 60,000 chemicals have been released into our food, into our water, into our air. And even when, those, when we consume those chemicals and those chemicals combined, it creates an even num greater number of metabolic byproducts that can have a damaging impact and so the thing about it is that these things will transform and end up transferring into such things that expressing themselves as cancer, as heart disease, as uh, the you know, Alzheimer's. Early on said Alzheimer's. All these things are indications of what's actually happening uh, within the cell. And a lot of people say, well, how do I fix this? And I can give you some incredible ways to actually do it because not only can it be fixed and not only can it be stalled, but this is something that we just recently discovered over the past few months is that it can be reversed. And this is something that we now, before it was a theory, but now we have proof and we have scientific evidence and we are doing it on a daily basis. And this is what I do. And this is what I love to talk about. So I can't wait to get into it. Yeah, for sure. Amazing. What's the, what would be the starting point then to, to, to get this longevity to get the health longer but also to maybe possibly reverse it and start to look younger feel younger improve yeah. the mitochondrial health just improve the whole well-being of the body okay the the core of what determines the health of the cell is energy balance and it's it, mitochondrial energy processing is actually at the core and this is why a lot of people and this it also relates to all the other issues that people are dealing with with health in terms of fat gain, in terms of uh, muscle gain, or in terms of uh, you know being uh, being able to uh, continue to run endurance activities you know throughout the, their their life or why you know all these things have to do with our ability to process energy. And when you get and begin to really understand how we process energy, and not just how we process it, but where we get energy from, the entire game changes. And this is what changed the game for me. Uh, when I first began to research this is because I found out that a lot of people think that the reason that we, that the, we get energy from food, that's what you hear a lot of people. That's what, and food is the biggest determining factor of our health. But what if I was to say that perhaps that paradigm paradigm is inaccurate? What if I was to say that actually we get a fraction of the energy that we need to live our lives from food? And what if I was to say that there are many 
much more abundant sources of energy surrounding us that we are just beginning to learn and understand how to tap into. And that's, and, and that's something that I absolutely specialize in. And this is, and we were talking about a lot of things that you've seen in the industry right now are moving us in towards uh, the way that light affects our environment. And you hear that now and people are suggesting get sunlight and get grounding and actually and, and touch the earth and, and those things that for a long time were woo-woo science to me. But what we've uncovered now is that this isn't science, this isn't woo-woo, this isn't science fiction, this is science fact. The fact is that the sun, which is, I used to think it was just a ball of light in the sky. I had no idea that you could slice the frequencies of sunlight just like you can slice an onion. And each frequency throughout the day, from morning to afternoon to the evening, all of those frequencies do different things and have different cellular impacts upon your mitochondrial energy processing. And I had no idea that depending on what food you eat will determine what type of light you most need in order to process it, in order to maintain your strength, maintain your functioning, and not gain fat. And I could get into the science of that, which if you want, it depends on how deep you want to go, but it is possible. But the better energy processing we have, the longer that we're able to live. Now, <laughs> the way that this also works is that anything that is a stressor to the body is actually good for the body as long as it's short. For example, the I can make a summary of the things that are good for the body, but there's things that you need short bursts of cold, short bursts of heat, short bursts of hunger, and short bursts of stress. Now, this is not long-term chronic stress. Chronic stress has been shown to reduce the age of and reduce the cellular processing and energy processing within the cell. But short stress does a number of different things. And this, and I'm not just talking about stress in terms of it, it's something called a hermetic stressor. And yeah. that means a positive stressor. So like exercise. Yes, exercise is a perfect one. Perfect one. Hunger is actually a hermetic stressor. It actually causes the cell to produce something called uh, sirtuins. Sirtuins are what everyone is raving about with NAD, the NAD molecule. And NAD actually activates a sirtuin 1 and sirtuin 7. Then you have seven of them. But those are the main longevity markers that actually reduce what's called the seven hallmarks of aging. And NAD actually operates and effectively addresses all of those different areas. But it doesn't, and this is something I actually uh, want, I want to talk about as well. It doesn't do it by itself. Everyone hears that they get NAD injections, they'll be able to live longer. But you must act, activate the NAD with certain frequencies of sunlight. And this is something that I'll get into, uh, which is, is quite incredible, um, which I, I, I have recently uncovered over the past few years. I'd say over the past 12 months, is, this science has just recently come out. And um, so it's pretty remarkable, pretty remarkable. Yeah, th this is fascinating. I, I'd, I'd love to go down the, the line of, of the sunlight in a little bit more detail because sure. what what I get coming into me when you're saying a lot of this stuff is that a lot of these things and these markers and these new ideas that you're talking about, they're not necessarily new because a lot of the people in the East have been doing these for years, like yes. bathing in the sun and like yes. going with different frequencies of the sun and cold therapy and all of that. And it's like, we catch up, but it's the West needs the yeah. science to back it up, but the science is there. So it's really, really interesting and fascinating. So I want to dive more into the, into the sunlight and how that can affect people's longevity and, and, how you said about chopping up the different waves yes. that, that sounds fascinating yes. so let's dive into okay. that quickly okay. 
The first thing I had to understand is I had to understand that your your zip code is more important to your health than your genetic code. And let me explain that again. Let me say that your zip code is more important than your genetic code. And what that means is the depending on where you are on the earth, you will have a different epigenetic impact on your cellular functioning than uh, if you're in the on the equator than if you are in Switzerland than if you are in Maine or if you are in, uh, in uh, somewhere in, in in the United States. The fact is that there's different altitudes and there's different what's called latitudes uh, when you have degrees on the earth where you actually are exposed to different levels of magnetic field different levels of gravitational field and different levels of ultraviolet sunlight. And I remember when I heard these things and I used to think that they were, you know, sort of far-fetched because I don't believe anything until I can actually read the science. And so I can read the studies until I can understand how this is actually affecting it, my health on a cellular level. I don't believe it. And so, cause a lot of people, you make a lot of claims. A lot of people, you know, say a lot of things, but when I actually began to understand what was happening, the entire game changed. And I'll give you an example. And this isn't just about people who are trying to lose fat or people who are trying to uh, gain muscle. This is even people who have chronic disease or any sickness of any sort. And the, the one, the one, there was a book that actually uh, uh, opened my eyes about it. Is it's uh, it was a study that was done on why there is no multiple sclerosis on the equator. Now, when I heard that, I thought that was like you're kidding. That's that's absurd. Like, what do you mean? And then I actually do it. You can do this right now. Just do a search, multiple sclerosis, the equator. And you'll actually see that there are no incidents, incidences of people who actually spend the majority of the time on the, on the equator with multiple sclerosis. So I had to say, what's happening here? And what is that? And can I actually duplicate this in other areas? And what we found is it, we, this actually the frequencies of sun that are actually doing different things in the body, depending on what they eat. Now, let me wrap this back, back this up to what I've mentioned before. The food that you eat has to be in congruence with the sunlight that you get. And this is something that a lot of people have no understanding of how that works. But there is, there is a, there's, there's something, there's, your, there's an internal clock that all of our cells operating, operate on. And these cells, they have the same clock. And when they have the same time and your, your toe cell to connected to your heart cell, connected to your brain cell, when all these things are on the same time, things are able to, signals are able to transmit very fluently, effectively, and there's actually no issues whatsoever. But when, for example, when we're staying up all night and we're actually looking at our cell phone, the last thing we do before we go to bed, or we're typing on our computer, or we're inside all day and we're not actually getting signals from the sun on our eye, what's actually happening is that the signals start to get a little bit delayed. And it's just like, you know, whether you have a UPS or Federal Express, when someone's clock is off, they start missing packages and they start missing shipments. And all of a sudden, not, it's not fluid, but it's chaos. And when chaos happens in the body, you have inflammation. And inflammation is leads into something we call inflammaging. And it is the core marker of actually aging across the board of what is actually happening as we get older. So there are certain things that we have to do to reduce this, infl this level of inflammation uh, in the body. Now, what are some of the things we can actually do to fix our circadian rhythm? Well, let me explain. The, there is something called a circadian mismatch. When you look at your phone at night and you're, it reads a certain number, level of light, 
and then you, uh, but it's the middle of the night, you actually have a circadian mismatch between what your body, time your body thinks it is, what time your phone is actually telling your body it is. So there's a mismatch, okay? Your phone, you're looking at your phone is the quickest way to spike your, your blood glucose and your insulin levels. And this is all documented. This is something that I work with my clients on because unless you actually fix your light environment, you can't fully fix your health environment. And this, I, I want to explain a little bit more deeper what that means. When, when, when you eat a fruit, and I distinguish between fruits and vegetables for a, a particular reason. A lot of people lump them in the same group. They are not in the same group. The, the fruits are the reproductive organs of plants. They were actually created to be, to be colorful, to be eaten uh, uh, and be filled with sugar, and to be eaten and passed around so they can spread their seeds. That's why fruits were, were created. Plant or vegetables, on the other hand, actually were not made for that, for that reason. They were actually made for the actual plant itself. And so the health impacts are far and vastly different from a vegetable to a fruit. Now we lump them together because they're all plant food. But the fact is that there is a difference in phytonutrients. There is a difference. Yes, they do have beneficial vitamins. And yes, they do have beneficial impacts on the body, but there is a difference. And I can get into what, what fructose is and how it actually impacts the body. But let's just, um, let's just say that uh, to explain a little bit more, fructose or fruits grow when? They don't grow during the winter, but they grow during the summer. And during the summer, they grow because UV light is at its highest, all right? Now, so if you're consuming lots of, let's say sugar, okay, whether it's fructose, sucrose, let's say sugar or carbohydrate, for example, because that's the way it's broken down in the body. When you're eating lots of carbs, I used to think that the carbs in the, in the, that we eat were processed in the body the same. And I didn't understand, I thought, okay, a calorie is a calorie, and that we, you know, a calorie from fat was nine, a gram of fat is nine calories, a gram of carbs is four calories, but I thought they would be processed for the most part the same. I had no idea that there are, around, if you have, so around your mitochondria, you have something called the electron train transport that transports the foods and the electrons that you get from the food that you eat and transmits and converts it into converts it actually into H2O. It actually combines it with the oxygen that you breathe and combines it with hydrogen and you actually create something called metabolic water. And that's in the actually fifth cytochrome. Now I'm not gonna get into all the details, but what, here's what I uncovered, is that the electrons you eat from carbs are processed through cytochrome one. The electrons that you eat from fats are processed through cytochrome two. Now cytochrome one is stimulated by one thing and one thing only, UV light. Cytochrome 2 is stimulated by one thing, and that's red light. So all of a sudden, that if, if you're eating a certain type of diet, you want to maximize the type of light that you're being exposed to in order to maximize your energy metabolism and maximize your cellular functioning. And this was a groundbreaker, and it blew my mind when I finally understood how all of this works. And so when you, if, in order to optimize your cellular functioning, you have to eat and maximize and optimize your light environment. Wow. We should just end it there. <laughs> that, is, that is crazy. Mind-blowing. Yes. Yes. And so, so let me, so you asked for a few different things that people could do. Yeah, well, yeah, first yeah. Thing, first thing that I recommend, and I tell people this, I tell all of my clients this, there are around 30,000 sunrises in an average person's life. 
Now, I don't know how many you've seen up until this point, but I encourage and I require all of my clients to do their best to never miss another one for the rest of their lives. And that sounds, you know, okay, you just want me to see the sunrise. Okay, that's great, but how is that gonna make me healthier? Well, let me explain, okay? The first thing that when your, your body is, is trained and is optimized to ro work with the rhythms of the earth. So when we wake up in the morning and we actually see the sun, the sun, we're actually not getting all the frequencies of light. We're actually only getting a majority of something called red light or uh, infrared light. And there's short wave infrared light, there's long wave infrared light, but we're getting all of that, which is gonna optimize your fat burning for the day. It's gonna optimize your dopamine production. It's gonna optimize your serotonin and your melatonin production at night. Because the more morning AM sun that you get, the more evening melatonin you'll produce as a result. And if you get into the impacts of melatonin on cancer, it's absolutely extraordinary. If you look at some of the, the, the best treatments that people have for eating, treating stage four cancer, high dose melatonin without question has been absolutely extraordinary. And I mean, when I say high dose, I'm actually talking in two to 300 milligrams uh, per day. Now, this is something that's a whole nother thing because that's actually dealing with cancer treatments. We have a, with BioFast, we have a cancer treatment protocol, you know, a, a, a detox protocol, a fasting protocol. We have protocols, we have a coronavirus protocol. We have a number of different things uh, that actually can optimize your health. And so that happens to be one of them. So at the same time, one of the best things I encourage people to do is something called grounding. Now, now let me ask you, Ali, are you familiar with the concept of grounding? Yeah, I was doing it the other day. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now, do you, do you know how it works? Yeah. So in my understanding, and I'm no expert, is that the earth has a certain charge and yeah. we as human beings have a different charge. And then we get all out of whack with all of the technology that's going on. So Wi-Fi, yes. um, phones, EMF, all that 5G. Let's not go there. But anyway, all of that kind <laughs> of stuff. Um, and it puts us out of uh, sync with the earth. So we take our shoes and socks yeah. off, ideally dig a hole in the ground and put our feet in it, and then we get balanced back in harmony with the earth. Yes, 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 you are right. And, you, you, and let me tell you exactly how that works. Because for me, this was something that I'm uncovered only over the past few years. I had heard about, you know, tree, I used to think those people were tree huggers and those people, you know, they, you know, there's no science behind that, you know, okay, connecting to the earth, that's good. But, you know, how is that actually going to help me? Well, what we found out, and Ali was exactly right, the earth is negatively charged. Okay? And not just negatively charged, but it's charged with an infinite, abundant source of electrons. Now, if you remember what I said in the beginning, the only reason we eat food, we eat food for one reason and one reason only, and that's to get electrons. And that's to get electrons and to move them around the electron chain transport system within the mitochondria. It's the only reason we eat them, we eat food. But what if we could get electrons both from the sun above us, from the photons that strike our skin, and the ground beneath our feet? Well, we have found out that this is true. We have found out that when we actually place our bare feet on the ground, in the same way that when you rub your feet across the carpet and then you touch a doorknob and there is a shock, there is a transfer of electrons from the earth to your soles of your feet and to your body, and those electrons come in and actually quench the levels of inflammation throughout the body at a drastic level. And this has been shown, and, and again, there was a good book called 
the science of grounding that recently uh, uh, came out where you can actually see the difference over a period of 30 minutes standing on the ground. The reductions in inflammation are extraordinary. Now, let's talk about actually what happens in the body because if you know anything about the antioxidant theory of aging, the, you know that our body through metabolic processes produces a lot of oxidation. And, mm -hmm. and oxidation is essentially, you have a lot of what's called reactive oxygen species that are floating around and that are actually looking for electrons and stealing electrons from healthy tissues. And so, and that's what's happening is that they're actually, and that actually causes inflammation and that actually causes a cascading effect where a sore knee, you know, because of an exercise or something, if you don't reduce the levels of inflammation, there can be a cascading effect where that inflammation can spread and actually can create, you know, knee pain, leg pain, and actually even uh, affect other areas of the body as well. Well, what is actually happening is that there are reactive oxygen species thirsting for, for electrons. And where can we get them? Where's the most infinite abundant source? Right beneath our feet. The earth has become negatively charged from lightning strikes from the ionosphere that have actually not just struck the earth, uh, but they also, and here's where it gets really cool, because they not just transmitted energy, but also information. And the information is encoded in the frequency of that information. And this is what I, I, I remember when I first uncovered that, wait a minute, so there is not just, there's not just energy, but there is information encoded in it. And that's what a, that's the, what's called the Schumann resonance. It's the, a lot of people call it the heartbeat of the earth, of the planet. It's essentially the vibrational frequency between the ionosphere and the earth. And it creates, um, and that frequency is what a lot of our brain, what our most uh, calm and stable brainwave patterns actually operate on. It get, does a number of different things for the body. But when you stand on the ground and then you look at the sun, at sunrise, you are what I call, you are bio-stacking a number of different biohacks that are enhancing your longevity, enhancing your energy for the rest of the day, and enhancing your fat burning and your thyroid hormone production, all from doing something that just seemed like you were taking a walk in the morning sun. And that's all you have, and that's just the very basics of something that you can do. And I, there's a great app that I use, it's called D-Minder, which can tell you how much vitamin D, how much UV light, and how much vitamin D per second you will get, depending on wherever you are in the earth and wherever type of day, time of day it is. If you just turn it on when you go out in the sun and you see and you push the button for how much skin is exposed, it would tell you how much vitamin D you're getting per second, how much longer you need to be in the sun, and what's the maximum amount of time and that you need to be maximally healthy and have boost your immunity as well. So, Amazing. Let's yeah. let's stick on this because we was talking before we started recording about where you live. Yes. <laughs> so how yeah. how how does this work with different areas of the planet? Okay. So for me, I'm in the northern hemisphere, right okay. up at the top. We I think I okay. read a stat the other day that something like 62% of people in the United Kingdom have a vitamin D deficiency. Vitamin D deficiency. Um, yes. And we've got like the SADS and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yes. we've been quite blessed the last few days. It's been sun shining. It's been good vibes. But most of the time here in the UK, it's gray. It's raining. So how does all of that affect things? And okay. I know that you live where you live for a certain yes, reason. For so a let's reason. go into that. <laughs> for a reason. Well, I live in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. And I am here not just because it's beautiful, but because there are a number of different geographic impacts health benefits on the body that are, happen as a result of being here that people don't even realize when they come and visit. For example, 
yes, it's beautiful, and yes, there's grounding, and yes, there's lots of sunlight, uh, but there are also two other issues that are incredibly beneficial and healthful for the body. And one is the gravitational impact on the body, and the other one is the magnetic field impacts on the body. Now, when I say those things, most people have no idea how that contributes in any way to health. And there's a number of different studies that I can give you guys and share, and you can put it in the show notes if you like, about why this is so important for our cellular and mitochondrial health. But the reason why this particular area is better in one of the best places on the planet to get those benefits is because this is the place where the meteor that crashed to earth 300 million years ago killed the dinosaurs. And when it hit the earth, it through the sea that was uh, the water that was the ground that was beneath the sea it brought it to the surface and this area right now has one of the thinnest crust across the planet between the crust and the surface of the earth and the electromagnetic dynamo that is spinning the molten core spinning beneath the ground and what that does and when you look at it on the on a map and you actually look at the geographic dispersion of disease and health there are some incredible factors that that actually that, that show up when you look at these things on the map and I had to do this I just I, I first I, I I looked at the geographic dispersion of disease and then I looked at the geographic dispersion of the magnetic fields then I look at the geographic dispersion of the gravitational fields and this and me and, and several other scientists did this together and we were able to find some uncanny things about this place here. So there's a reason why I, I'm here. There's a reason why I stay here. There's a reason why living here you know, just for a couple months, six months or longer, will do extraordinary things for disease, extraordinary things for healing, and extraordinary things for longevity. And so I, I encourage everyone, if you get a chance, the re and come to the beach. And the reason you feel good isn't just because you're at the beach. It's a lot of other things that are unseen as well. Now, for you, Allie, I want to say that you are in the UK. And so you get, do get less sun exposure. Now, there are some things that the body and that the human species evolve. We just didn't go to different parts of the planet and just get sick as a result. We had discovered we had to uh, develop ways to actually continue to maintain our health. And so depending on where you are on the earth, you actually have to do different things. For example, the closer you are towards the north, the less sun you're going to get. So what does that also mean? That also means you need to get more of something which is very abundant, and you probably already know this, is cold thermogenesis, CT therapy. Cold exposure is the antidote to actually having low vitamin D levels and less sun exposure. Yes. So, yes. So the, the, the further north that you are, the more uh, intense moments of cold that you need. The further south you are, the more exposure to sun that you need. It's, you know, it, it all works together. The body is ingenious and has figured out ways to actually optimize our health, and that's one of them. And unfortunately, a lot of people were, are bundled up in coats all the time, and they don't have the exposure that they need. But their body actually needs that stress to be. Uh, I just sorry to interrupt you, Jonathan. I yeah, I yeah. got <laughs> I got some uh, some I don't know. You call them the keyboard warriors or whatever. I got I did a post. Oh, it was sometime last year, a video saying, oh, here's five reasons why I haven't had a cold or flu in five yeah. years. And one of them I put in was uh, I expose myself to the cold regularly. And I, yeah. I literally, even in the winter, I tend to just walk around in a jacket and people are like, oh, you should be a doctor what saying stuff like this. You don't know what you're talking about. And you've just proven it there. Like, yes. I think the cold is <laughs> something that I've been doing like frequently for the last couple of years. 
And I can't believe the difference it makes. It's, even if people just take that cold shower 20 seconds, it's just going to make a huge difference. Yes, yes. And what they found, and not just does it do an incredible uh, impact on your health, but what they found in terms of even fat burning, for example, if you do 30 seconds of cold and 30 seconds of hot, 30 seconds of cold, and you do that uh, several times for five minutes, you will accelerate your level of brown fat, adipose tissue, fat yeah. burning for the next several hours because of it. And so you don't have to be, you don't have to do the entire uh, cold shower the entire time. You can either, the test and the studies that were done were done on 30 seconds of intervals, but you also can do, and just to begin to uh, expose yourself to cold by just putting your head and put it in letting cold water hit your head and your chest. And at letting that actually, because that's where, again, this is where the densest mitochondria in your body are, in your brain and in your heart. And, and you, those, in your vagus nerve as well. Yes, yes, gosh. The, the cold, cold thermogenesis and CT therapy has been one of the, mo the biggest breakthroughs with the, what's called a PTSD. And PTSD is a, what's, what they've now discovered is a dysfunction of the vagus nerve. Uh, within the body. And so the cold thermogen just actually recalibrates that to the body and actually allows people to process uh, those. Not, it's not just the uh, memories or the emotions, but it's actually their, their, uh, their, their, their systems within the body that actually have to be brought back to baseline. And it's really, really freaking cool. <laughs> really, really cool stuff. Cool stuff. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, no, no, I just want to say a number, another thing that you can do is fasting. And we, we didn't talk about this, uh, but fasting is truthfully one of the most incredible, one of the easiest uh, life extension activities that you can actually do. And we may have talked about this before. You know, I, I, I did last year, I did 78 days of fasting. And I not only did I do this do fasting straight through, but I found that there were lots of problems with the way that traditional fasts are done. And most people have no idea how that actually works. You hear people talking about juice fasting. You hear people talking about, you know, doing, you know, they're, they're going to, you know, do this fast and just eat this. But there are certain metabolic processes that are happening that I found and discovered that you could biohack, that you could upgrade, that you can improve, and that you could get the results twice as fast as you could for an extended fast. And I found ways to do, and not only just that, not only that, but I've also found ways to maximize muscle growth after the fast. And I, and I, do, some, I do some very extreme things. I'll fast for seven days, and then I'll go to the gym. And I'll go to the gym and I'll just absolutely kill it. And then I'll do the full hardcore, full body workout. And then when I get done, you know, a lot of people don't understand that even with the fast, the refeed is actually one of the most beneficial aspects of the fast. And so in the two days afterwards, a lot of people don't realize is that your protein metabolic synthesis goes up and doubles in, in uh, your ability to process proteins. So that means that normally if you're able to process a certain level of uh, protein from the meals that you eat, you can eat twice that much and will all go to building and restructuring your muscles, rebuilding your connective tissues and strengthening uh, your body and strengthening your cellular health in a way that you could not do by yourself. And so that's there. So that's one way, again, intense moments, bouts of cold, intense exposure to heat. Uh, there's something called heat shock proteins within the body that also translate to extended longevity. And so this is why we also encourage people to do saunas, people to uh, do uh, uh, infrared, infrared light therapy. It's called biophotomodulation. But essentially all you're doing is actually just heating up the cells in the body where they 
have to develop ways to become more resilient. And as they do that, they produce more sirtuins and sirtuins activate with NAD and it extends your life. And so it, it, it's quite phenomenal, uh, the things that can be done. We found right now that there's, there's a guy that uh, he's 38 years old when he did, he, he's 38 now when he did his test, he is his, uh, cause there's ways to actually test with your chronological age. And you can compare that to your biological age. And he was able to lower his age to 21. And that's uh, after a few, uh, doing these processes. And a lot of people say, well, how is that possible? Can we test it? And it can be tested. And it, a lot of people initially will talk about measuring your telomeres. It's not your telomeres as we once thought, because what we found is that your telomere length is different depending on which area of the body that you're actually testing. The telomere length in your, your leg cell is gonna be different than telomere length in your arms and in your heart. And so they found that there was a little bit of, uh, it was very difficult to actually figure out exactly how old a cell was. But, so now they have something called your Horvath clock, which is actually so precise that they could take you and take it and measure your, uh, your your chronological age right now, and if you did not change your level of health, they could predict when you're gonna die down to the month, down to the, I'm sorry, down to the season, and be able to predict it within four months, which is incredible. And this is, yes. It, That's so, crazy. Yeah. But it is possible, it is real. There are people all across the, the planet now who are actually doing that very same thing. And there's a number of different websites where you can test your chronological age. We do, I do it for all of my clients. And it's, uh, it's incredible seeing the results and reversing, you're not just stalling your aging process, but reversing it at the same time. Amazing. That's what it's all about. Let's live forever. Yes, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Now, so let's live forever. You actually, you actually brought, it made me think of something. After the age of 80, there are three things that kill us for the most part. They kill 80% of people. And number one is cancer, number two is heart disease, and three is neurological disorders. You know, things like Alzheimer's or- Dementia. Yes, or yes. And those are the things that take us out. Number four is actually falls. Uh, the, the biggest thing that takes us out is falls. And that has to do with strength, which is why I encourage uh, strength and resistance training at any age to increase the, your level of longevity as well. But if so we're able to, and what we found is this, that the same things that kill us at 80 are the same things that kill us at 120. The same things that kill the uh, super centurions who live in the 110, 120 range. Right now, we believe there's a few people on the planet who have lived to around 124 years old. And that is actually what we see as that, if there were, if you were in a perfect case scenario, we would actually be able, all be able to live that long. But the question is, why are we not? And what is actually happening? Well, we found out that these three things, heart disease, cancer, and neurological disorders, are all byproducts of energy and metabolic dysfunction. And metabolic dysfunction originates from our mitochondrial health, and our mitochondrial health has to do with what we eat and what light environment we expose ourselves to. So if you do all these things and you expose yourself to intermittent bouts of hormetic stressors, you can actually extend and push the amount of time that you'll have between your 80s and 120s and actually add 30 years to your life and be able to live to 110 and be able to not just live to 110, but to live, not just be old and, and having trouble to walk to the store, you know, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, I want to be a hundred year old that can lift a 45 pound bag overneath my head and put it in the airplane compartment and close and close it. Like that's what I'm talking about in terms of the new level of health that is possible if we do these things and start 
today. This is possible for all of us. This is not science fiction. This is science fact. This is what we're doing. And depending on the earlier that you start, the longer you can extend your life. There's two things I want to mention whilst sure. we're, we're on it that we kind of haven't spoken about. One sure. is where does the whole mind element come into this? So we've okay. spoke a lot about like the biolo biology of the body, the chemistry, but yeah. we all know that the mind is so powerful. Yeah. So where does this come into the whole si okay. situation? Yeah. It's, it's, it's very interesting because there's a whole new branch of studies in science and physics that are actually seeing how our mind actually integrates and affects our cellular health. And it does, there's a few great books, a great tech talk called The Biology of Belief uh, by Bruce Lipton. And it's essentially about whether you believe an environment to be healthy and safe or whether you believe it to be something to be afraid of will actually impact how your cells respond. And it has to do, for, it has to do with a few different factors. Initially, we thought it had to do with stress hormones because if you're running for your life and you have a lion chasing you, then your body is actually gonna produce and put all of its effort into actually giving you energy to run and not gonna give energy to actually keeping you alive for a long time. Because right now at that moment, getting away from that lion is the most important thing. But right now there's no lions around us. The only stressors in our environment are those that are truthfully imagined and that are in our mind. And so whenever we wake up, whenever someone cuts us off on the highway, whenever you know, we wanna uh, react in rage or anger or any of those things, we actually have a increase in cortisol and other stress hormones that actually cause the body to be in a fight or flight state, which takes away energy from extending your life and puts you in a fighting for your life survival state. Now survival state unfortunately doesn't live very long. And that's what we had thought was actually causing the impact on the body on whether someone would live a long time or not. And that's how their mind state affected their health. But what they're finding out now is it's not just the stress hormones, but it is what we had just been talking about this entire time, the mitochondria within your cells. Your mitochondria are essentially the body's most sensitive antennas that exist to adapt and sense the environment around you. And they are able to sense whether there is a, an abundance of energy, whether there's an abundance of health, whether there's an abundance of, of abund abundance of abundance around the body and around in the atmosphere and the lifestyle that you are living. And they can also sense whether there are reasons to be afraid, whether there are reasons to actually to conserve, whether there are reasons to actually shrink in many different uh, ways. And those in the, your mindset and your mind state impact how those mitochondria will respond. And so it's not just in terms of the stress hormones that are produced by your body, but it's actually the core cells within your, your the core components of the cells within your body. Those things are listening into every single thought that you have. And whether you have positive thoughts, they are sensitive to that. And whether you have negative thoughts, they are sensitive to that. And this actually correlates to a lot of different things you may have heard with different energy experts when they talk about the way that cancer manifests. And that cancer, there are a lot of emotional issues that actually have to be dealt with and processed in order to encourage, uh, in order to make sure that there's a resilience and healing and recovering from cancer. And you find it across the board that there's different things that people had, you know, internal anger, internal you know, rage, abuse, you know, different things that people had to get over. And when you find in many other cases that when those things are ameliorated and lifted, that the conditions improve. And so this is actually how all of this is linked, but it comes back to the core 
centers of your cells, which are the mitochondria. Quite amazing. Makes sense. Makes complete sense. What about then, we briefly brushed over it, um, exercise, and you mentioned resistance training, weight training. What, what do you recommend when it comes to, to physical training and exercise? Well, it depends on what your goal is. If your goal is, if your goal is strength, then you're going to lift in a series that actually allows you to get, give you strength, where you are lifting in low repetitions and lifting in that quite, and have a high frequency several times a week. But if your goal is size, it's hypertrophy, then there's certain things that you actually want to do, that you actually want to get a number of different reps throughout the weeks. For example, I know that my body on average can maintain pretty well around 15 sets per body group. And that means that somehow throughout the week, I'm going to diversify those 15 sets. So on Tuesday, I may do seven sets of back. And on Thursday or Friday, I may do another seven sets of back. And that actually gives me make sure that my body is able to process and heal and recover and still be able to hit that muscle group twice per week uh, and able to continue to see hypertrophy and growth. And so that's my goal in that regard. But then if you actually are getting your, your into other areas where your goal is longevity, what you want is short, intense bursts of activity, of resistance, of something that actually puts and creates intervals upon the body. And this is why, without question, interval training is the absolute best for longevity and mitochondrial growth and mitochondrial biogenesis. Because the short burst of stress on the body and then a longer period of time to recover actually create more growth and more uh, growth afterwards when you go back home and recover. For example, and maybe you've actually heard of this. Have you, have you heard of the exercise routine called Tabata? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, if you guys haven't heard, Tabata is a four-minute exercise, which is the best, when you look it up, if you look up what the best work exercise is on the planet, it's Tabata. And people say, how can this thing be the best exercise if it's only four minutes long? Well, what they found is that because the way it works is it's 20 seconds of hardcore intensity followed by 10 seconds of rest. And you do that interval eight times. And by the time that you're done, your body, it actually tricks your body. And your body realizes very quickly that you're exercising twice as long as you're actually resting. And so it shocks the mitochondria. The mitochondria say, we got to change. We have to adapt. We have to improve. Or we're going to be whooped the next time that this guy does this exercise. And so your mitochondria go into a quick explosion of that we have to improve in our, our abundance and number within the body. At the same time, when they did this test and they did the studies on the body, they found that four minutes of Tabata was better than 30 minutes of steady jogging and actually had resistance training-like impacts on the body as well. So you have anaerobic which are resistance training benefits, and you have aerobic, which are cardio benefits, all from doing a four-minute workout. And this is something that we found was absolutely incredible. And not only that, it extends your life at the same time. So this is for people that I encourage to, uh, are looking for ways to extend their life. I would encourage that they do a Tabata-like workout two to three times a week and include that either at the end of your workout or at the beginning if you want to start with intensity. But either way, those things will add a tremendous volume and increase in your mitochondrial biogenesis and increase your life as a result. Would you say as well then, a lot of that sounds like variation, varying the workout frequently. Is that something that you highly recommend doing a lot of variation? 
I'm going to tell you, the variation is largely because uh, of to eliminate boredom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 uh, the, the pros, and, and, and see, this is, I, we didn't talk about how I actually, how I started and how I actually got involved in this whole health area myself. Because the way that it started is that several years ago, I wasn't always healthy. I was actually dying. I was actually on my deathbed. I had multiple organ failure and uh, my kidneys had completely shut down. And they said that if I was, they said they didn't expect me to live throughout the weekend. Now, at that point, I realized I was doing a number of different things. I was not treating my body healthily. I was drinking, I was on drugs and I was all, I was not doing the right things for my health. And I found, and I said, okay, well, if I'm able to get through this, then I want to do everything right. And I asked myself, okay, what would that look like if I did everything right? If I ate right, if I drank right, if I did green drinks, if I did, if I did everything, what would that look like? And I did, started to do tests on myself and I started to transform. And what I did is that I would do a green drinks every day for 30 days. And then I would do blood tests. And then I would do, you know, do nothing but, you know, eat, I, you know, for a long time. I don't know if you know about something called nutritional ketogenesis, which is I was eating around 80% of my calories from fat. I was eating two cartons of eggs a day and a stick of butter a day for two months. And I did that and I lost more weight than I could have ever expected. And I actually had to stop because I was losing so much weight, but I did markers, uh, metabolic markers on my blood and, and my body to see where I was and see what the impact was. And I started to see some incredible things. And then I said, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. The people who are at the top who look like I want to look and I, you know, you have, you know, the top pro bodybuilders, what are they doing? They are manipulating their body through exogenous use of steroids and they're, but they're manipulating three hormones and they're manipulating their testosterone, they're manipulating their growth hormone and they're manipulating their insulin levels. What I found is that it is possible to manipulate those three hormones and be able to do it naturally by the way that you lift the way that you eat, the way that you train, and the way that you do your exercises and routines. You can maximize the synergy of those hormones together and reach your metabolic and genetic potential faster than anybody else in the gym. And I, when I started to do this, I transformed. And I saw other people, and you see them all the time. They're in the gym consistently, and they look the same. And to me, that, that sucks. If you're going to exercise, you should look like you exercise. You should look better over a period of a year. And I see that all the time. And some people look the same. And I, I know God bless them. And I try to help them. And, you know, some people are, are just stuck in their ways. But it, there is a way to actually improve the way you look, to improve your health. And it just takes a little bit of tweaking the things that you're doing and the ways and the timing that you're actually doing them to maximize your results far than you ever thought possible. Is there a specific time for, for training that, that works the best? Is that yes. in relation to the, is that going back to the circadian rhythm or is, is it, does it differ between people? A, a little, well, no, it doesn't, it doesn't differ. Well, what they did is they did tests and they did studies. A lot of people, I'm going to tell you, first of all, the time of day of exercising. In order for burning fat, the best time of day is fasted cardio. It just is because it actually gets your body or fasted anything in the morning, gets your body into burning and utilizing energy without being an unfed state. And that is without question, doing that, having a cup of coffee, doing fasted cardio, and then hopping into a sauna will actually, and then even after you get out the sauna, hopping into a cold plunge will do extraordinary things for the body and will burn fat for next, a multitude of hours afterwards at a high level and greater than it's done before. 
Now that's fat burning. But if you're actually looking for strength, if you're looking for maximizing performance, what studies have found is that the body is best and is its strongest in the early afternoon, anywhere between two to 4 p.m. And they've done this just by utilizing grip strength when you, when you try to grip something in the morning, you may notice that your, your grip is not very strong. It's hard to open a jar in, in the morning, um, but your strength actually increases uh, after the afternoon meal. And somewhere between one and four o'clock, two and four o'clock is actually where we are at our strongest. Now, if you talk about what the healthiest meal is, that's a completely different thing. Because a lot of people will say, you know, I ask people all the time, what is the healthiest meal of the day? What's the best meal of the day? What's the most important meal of the day? And you hear a lot of different answers. Some people say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Some people say dinner. Some people say lunch. Well, I'm gonna tell you that none of those are correct. The truth is the most important meal of the day is the meal immediately after you exercise or after you lift. That meal is absolutely crucial. It's absolutely critical to how your body processes those, those foods, those electrons, those, the energy within that food. And this has to do with a number of different reasons. The way that we process sugar, the way that we process glucose, the way that we metabolize fat, all of those things are thrown into hyperdrive when we exercise. And so if you were to eat the diet that you do currently and as you are, and if you were to maximize and optimize the timing, if you were to eat all of your carbs, a majority of your carbs after you exercise, if you were to eat, if you eat any sweets, and some people do, some people don't, but if you were to eat sugar, I tell people without question, sugar is not a bad thing if you know how to time it. If you know how to time it right, you can optimize your insulin production and you optimize your insulin, combine it with testosterone and combine it with growth hormone, which you get from high rep activities produced by the abundance of lactic acid. And that burn that you get, that has a metabolic impact of growth hormone production in the body. And that, when it's combined together, creates an explosion of hypertrophy when it's combined with nutrients, both healthy carbohydrates and healthy proteins. And these are things that I tell people all the time. They think that, you know, and sometimes they'll see me and sometimes I'll eat an occasional sweet or uh, sweet or two. I like a Snickers bar. And, but the time that I eat it, it's absolutely critical. And people don't realize that I was just in a gym, you know, just absolutely killing it for the past hour. And people don't actually realize, you know, that I'm optimizing that with other foods in the body that I'm actually consuming. People don't know that if you actually consume fats, that your, your ability to absorb the sugar that you eat actually slows down. Fat slows down your ability to absorb anything that you eat. It actually slows it down. And so I t and one of the things when I first wake up in the morning, I have a tablespoon of coconut oil. Well, that coconut oil, I can eat a number of different things with that, and it actually will enhance. If you know what to do and know how to do things, you can actually enhance your metabolic processing of the meals that you eat, the foods that you eat, combined with your light, combined with your environment, and you can become a superhuman machine just by doing a few simple things. That's what we want to do. Yeah. Superhuman. Yeah. Superhuman that lives forever. Yes, and, and, and if you're interested, uh, reach out to me. We do have a superhuman program that is quite phenomenal. Amazing. I think uh, a good a good way to to I mean, I could speak to you forever, Jonathan, and we could probably <laughs> do a whole series of this. And you, your knowledge <laughs> sure. is just is blowing my mind. Um, but I'm, I'm obviously conscious of the time. I'm looking at the time. But I think a good oh. thing for maybe like the last um, few minutes of this podcast yep. is to leave 
the people that have made it this far and that have stuck with us and listened this far into the podcast, give them some actionable tips. So if you could say maybe three to five things that they can do as soon as they finish this podcast, that's going to impact the longevity of their health, allow them to live a longer life and a a, a healthier life. What would they be? My first thing I would recommend everyone for the rest of your life, never miss another sunrise. There's only 30,000 tomorrow. Yes, there's only 30,000 in the average person's life. Do your best not to miss another one. And while you're watching it, do your best to watch it with your bare feet on the ground. Got to optimize your energy levels and optimize your ability to process your hormones within your body for the rest of the day. It'll also make you happier and make you more joyful because it's going to produce serotonin and dopamine as a result of the AM sunlight. The second thing I would tell people to do is to make sure that they consume a majority of their carbohydrates and simple carbohydrates, if they happen to eat them, make sure that they consume them near their workout and more preferably within the hour after you exercise. Because sugar, as much as people feel it's the enemy, that's not exactly true. It is only the enemy when it is not metabolized. Excess blood sugar and excess blood glucose is the enemy. And so you want to make sure that that glucose is processed and absorbed by your muscles and processed and put where it needs to be. And that can only be done when you consume it after your muscles have had a workout of glycogen depletion of some sort. And if you want to eat carbs, make sure that you eat them in the hour or so after you exercise. The third thing I would tell people to do is to reduce and turn off the bright white lights before you go to bed. I, I, I see it and I encourage people to have a dimmer of some sort, have a red light of some sort, but to have something to, that is not creating a circadian mismatch on the body, telling the body that it is noon when it is really nine o'clock or 10 o'clock at night. These simple things will do an enormous amount of benefits for your health, for your longevity, and improve your cellular information, improve your cellular functioning, and improve the way you look and the way you feel for the rest of your life. And it's all these things are free and they don't cost a thing. That's the best part. And they're the best, in my opinion, they're the best biohacks as well, the ones that don't cost you anything. And everyone can do them because I think a lot of the time people think, oh, well, I can't, I can't achieve long health, longevity of my health. I can't get healthy because it costs a lot of money. But these, everything that you've mentioned, the vast majority of it, yes. it's all free. Yes, 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 indeed. Yes, indeed. And pay for all of my clients have seen free. incredible results and you will as well. Definitely, definitely. To end the, the show then, Jonathan, where can people go to find out more information about you? Please reach out to me at biofasthealth.com. I also have a website called innerpowerunleash.com. And you can find me on Facebook at Biofast Health. I reach out to me, send me a message. Uh, we have a biohacking and longevity group as well. And we have all types of incredible information. I just want the m- most, I want the, most beneficial impact on your health possible. And I want you to reach your highest genetic potential as quickly as possible. And there are ways to do that. And if I can help other people do that, then I have fulfilled my purpose and my mission. Love it. There's something that I didn't pre-warn you about as well, that we always end my show in the same way. And that's with a favorite quote and it can be one of your own or something that you live by, but can you just end the show with a favorite quote to end, end it? it Yes. Uh, 
It is not what lies behind us, nor that what lies before us, but it is that which lies within us that determines our destiny. Perfect. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jonathan, for your time. I really appreciate it and have a blessed rest of your day and week. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Same to you. That's a wrap on another episode of the Kinetic Fitness Show. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast episode with your friends, family, and colleagues. Until next time, peace and love.